You're listening to the Your Reality Recaps audio-only version of our weekly Bravo Recap show. To see the live video version, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com or YouTube slash Reality Recaps. Ooh, and by the way, this episode is very NSFW, unlike our Amazing Race and Survivor shows. So don't listen to it anywhere you don't want people to hear us talking about blowjobs, cursing, and other shit that's shown on Bravo. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Bravo Week 3 recap of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Atlanta and Vanderpump Rules. You all know, well, you know, I'm not even going to go there yet. You know the deal. You can follow me <laughs> over at Twitter. I'm at Reality Recaps. And who's here with me? John. <laughs> nice enthusiasm there, Eric. <laughs> you tired of me already? Hey everyone, it's John Richardson. Can't wait to talk about my favorite ladies in Beverly Hills. And I'm excited to have Jeffrey here with us. You can follow me at Comedy Jonah on Twitter. Hi everyone. Uh, surprise, two weeks in a row. I'm so excited. I'm so thankful to be here with you for Thanksgiving week. You can find me on Twitter at Jeff Marks the Spot. First, I just want to remind everybody, no Survivor show this Thursday, because we are all off for Thanksgiving, but John and I are at like 75% that we'll be back on Saturday. Make sure that... Let us know. Let us know. Well, I already know, John. I've gotten like 50 emails that people can't possibly handle us not being on on Saturday. I've got Uh, none. None. Well... So go to uh, realityrecaps.com slash live show for what our schedule is always. And of course, if you guys are doing your Black Friday shopping, please use the amazon.com link on our homepage or below. You don't pay any more. They give us a little bit and it really helps support the show. Oh, and I should also say, because we're doing our Bravo show, we got new bloggers, people. Robin is blogging Housewives now on the website, and you need to check that out. We also have other people blogging um, Survivor and other shows, so it's very exciting. But it is the season of being thankful and giving everyone. Which is why I need to let everyone know, when you're on that homepage, you should go to one Jeffrey Marx's bio as well. And then at the bottom there's a little link to the reality rally. But I am going, I'm giving everyone a mission this holiday season. I think all fans of your reality recaps can rally behind Jeffrey and help him with this super great cause. So Jeffrey, you go ahead and tell everybody about it. Sure, thank you. That's really nice of you. Um, I, uh, last year, had the opportunity to work for Reality Rally and raise funds for a wonderful charity called Michelle's Place, which I got to visit the actual facility of and learn about and talk to the family who started it. Um, And like I said last week, I'm just reiterating, I'm very socially conscious about where my charity dollars go, so I really wanted to research this charity, and it's a really great uh, opportunity. It provide, It's a resource center and also a system of support for people who may not have one um, or just extra support. You can never have enough support when you're fighting cancer. Uh, and it's a really, really great charity in the Temecula area. Um, and so if you would please go to the Reality Rally website and donate even $5 just to kind of get me going towards my goal. My minimum goal is $400. Last year, I think I reached about 1200 So that felt really good to give that much money to such a great cause. So thank you for that. 
Yes, and the the link on Jeffrey's bio will bring you right to uh, his donation page. And I know it's a little. Uh, are they doing it the same way this year, Jeffrey? Where it's like it shows your page? Because I know people were confused last year. They thought they were donating to you. You're not donating. Oh no! It doesn't. Yeah, let me clarify that. Right. Uh, it does go to a page that has my picture and my bio and a little link that says "Donate here for Jeffrey." The money doesn't ever actually pass through my wallet or my electronic money account or whatever. It actually goes directly to Michelle's place, which Jillian, who runs the whole uh, thing from Survivor, she set it up that way uh, to make people feel better about giving soundly without any of them shady reality folks doing anything shady. So it actually goes straight to the charity. It doesn't come through me or Jillian or anything. It goes straight to them. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's that's there. And there's all kinds of reality people. If for some reason you hate me, go donate to someone else because it's still a really great charity, but there should be no reason to hate me because I'm awesome. Right, and I will just say this last point. I know you're all dying for us to get to Bravo. The reason that you donate to Jeffrey is because then the reality stars get to like pick team members, and then they all race and like an amazing race type thing. And it's it's super it's super fun, and we will cover it more when it gets closer to it this spring. But speaking of you know people with cancer, although it wasn't really on this show. I think we should talk about my homage to my faux sweater and start with Pump Rules. Who the hell knew that Jax wanted to do a sweater line? Aside from the fact that I'm now thinking he's the sociopath of Vanderpump Rules. Oh my God, what are we thinking of Jax? Go. First of all, I did not know that he wanted to start a sweater line, but raise your hand if you're surprised. Not me. Because last... You're surprised? Because last season, that whole... Vegas fight with the sweater and the taking off of the sweater. That was like a commercial waiting to happen. Good work, Jax. Good work. Because if I look like you, I'd buy a sweater, one of your sweaters for every day of the week. I think it's a good route to go, especially for an aging model. You're not going to have those great looks forever. So you got to start investing in your future now. I say kudos to Jax on the sweater idea. I don't care. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say then, and I cannot believe I keep admitting this shit on the show. I just feel like I get what Jax is doing. I think Stasi nailed it from the start. She was like, you just laid in bed last night and thought of a way to spin this story to me to cover your tracks. Like, I'm trying to make connections to start a fucking sweater line was the best thing that he could come up with. And I'm sorry, this whole, like, getting the tattoo to win her back, something I did when I was 18, which I then followed by when that didn't work. Oh, I'm getting really sick. I'm getting diagnosed with something you should care about. And now we see in the preview, I know it's fucked up. Um, this is, that was 20 years ago. People let it go. Um, so uh, I was raised by reality TV, whatever. Um, so I am not surprised in the coming attractions that all of a sudden he is going to act like he has breast cancer. Well, you know what? When you have you have to follow some bizarre, not that attractive girls rules as far as when you're in a photo shoot, you can't be with another girl type of rules. Oh, since you can't cook, you can come over and sweep. Yeah, I think he's gonna make a story up the night before. Who wouldn't? 
those two are the most dysfunctional idiots in LA. Like when, when, what is good enough for Stassi? Stassi's breathing down his gorgeous neck about not <laughs> about getting a real job. About modeling isn't good enough. Get a job, but not modeling. It's not good enough. Uh, oh, but now he wants to come up with a sweater line. Well, that's not good enough either. You know what? She's on a power trip. Right. I can't stand her. I really, you know, she had me for a minute at the top of the episode when she brought her own wine into the store, into the, into the restaurant. <laughs> because <laughs> let me tell you, John, I know. Uh, John and I have gone out in New York City before, and yes. I, uh, maybe you can vouch, I have a little, a little mama's hooch in my little man purse because it's cheaper, it's more cost efficient. Mm -hmm. in, in this economy, you have to think of creative ways to drink out on the town. Sorry, bars everywhere, but Stassi was right on that one. But then she brought, that's the only good thing I'll ever say about the bitch, because she's a problem <laughs> for America. Stassi, you're ruining America. Yeah, and Team Jax, because Jeffrey and I both also have that in common, too. We both have met him and have pictures with him. But he really is kind of dumb. He doesn't say anything in person. He, he's all, he's, he's got good energy, and he's hot and everything, but... I know when I meet someone who happens to be a fan and recognizes me from TV, I like to talk to them for a minute and, you know, like, what shows are you watching? Oh, yeah. Oh, Big Brother, totally racist this year, right? Jack could not carry a conversation with you to save his life. Who said, he, so, who said we want him to talk? First of all, I cannot believe that I'm going to be the one to defend Stasi here. Oh, I think... I, can we delete I, you? Can I think... Can no, vote you out? No. I think Jax is endearing and has a magnetic personality, as all good sociopaths sh should. Um, I think Stasi. Oh, oh my God! I don't think. I think she has this personality. I think a lot of what she does is consciously to make good reality TV. I think that might be a little bit of what she's doing. And speaking of Big Brother, Amanda from this season's Big Brother has told um, me on Twitter that she. She has some connections to Jax, and she will maybe elaborate that on a future show right here. So that could be very interesting. Here is my other takeaway from this show, and I don't mean to offend any of you LA people. However, the back alley shots of Sir, where they're at the disgusting broken down table <laughs> in the ghetto fucking alley. With it's the my run favorite place. Yeah. It's my favorite place, too. I will, I will never forget when I met Jeffrey for the first time was at my first time going to L.A. and Hollywood where I had all of these dreams that were going to come true for me and I was going to be in Hollywood and I got to that back alley. Like, where the fuck am I? This is Hollywood? So I'm just saying. L.A. is, is disgusting and dirty, okay? It's it's not Hollywood. It's just not what you think I, it is. It's I gotta give that back area one kudos, though. That little crappy alleyway that's back there has an amazing, no one knows about probably 12 metered parking spots in it that when you go down to West Hollywood and you can't find parking, uh, go by there because no one knows about it unless you're a crazy, reality-obsessed psychopath that you've been back there and you know that there's good parking back there. That's good to know. Thank you, Jeffrey. You're welcome. I've got my pen and Tips. paper right here. I'm writing everything down. Just Tips just... by Jeffrey. I also loved in uh, oh, who I cannot stand, horse face trotting along fucking um, what? Kristen. Oh, Kristen. Kristen. Kristen this episode. But when they all have the sit down, I love how Kristen allows Stassi <laughs> to berate her for long periods of time before she finally snaps back. Well, Yet, 
We, yet poor Katie just says one word. Katie's like, well, Kristen. And Kristen's like, no, Katie! And she, like, rips down her throat. Well, like, that's because there's a power dynamic between the three right. of them. Mm-hmm. Katie, I don't understand why people don't like Katie. I think she's fine. She's neither offends me or is she super interesting. Yeah. So she's, like, the low girl on that three-person totem pole. And then Kristen, and then definitely Stassi up here. So when Stassi, it's like when the when the dad comes home from a long day of work and wants to come home and kick the dog. It's like Stassi kicks Kristen and then in turn boots on Katie. And that makes me hate Kristen even more. I think she's she is my number one worst person on this season. Well, the only, unusual, but, yeah, the only good thing about Kristen that I thought was that, okay, she has a savings account with money in it. Okay, good for her. Like, you're such a bitch and you're so ugly. But at least you know how to handle your money. Katie, to me, I don't, I, she's beige, isn't she? She's like eggshell white. Like, you move in and there's those eggshell white walls and you know you want to do something with it, but you just leave it there for a while. Um, and what I love is, I forgot her name, the new blonde girl that is just like. Ariana, I love her. Ariana is awesome. She's just like, listen, I'm prettier than her. Thomas, too good for her. She's not attractive. She's saying everything we're all thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's the, it's because it's true. Kristen is the corpse bride. She has to be a total cold fish to sleep with. Like the reason why they did it twice is because he had to. It was so hard. It was frozen. He had to do it twice in order to get it to come down. She also goes back and forth. I hate to ever judge people on looks, but she goes like back and forth between like one minute she's stunning. She's like stunning. And then the next minute she's a little trollish. I'm just saying, I don't get what her transformation is. But am I the only one who feels like, um, uh, oh my God, I want to say Stasi. Who's your favorite? Oh, Sheena. Am I the only one that feels like Sheena went to production and said, uh, Stasi? Stasi and the big crew won't film with me anymore, so I need to bring this girl in so that I can be relevant and have a plot line this season. I don't think Sheena did that. I think Lisa did that. Oh, uh, Lisa I am it. totally team Sheena Marie on everything so far. Can, can, is there some room for criticism about, oh, my eye, oh, my foot, oh, what, whatever? Sure. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> like, sure. The, you know, every, not everyone's going to be a 100% perfect person. But... <laughs> Sheena Marie on all of these like real moral issues is the winner on all of them. I'm team Sheena 100%. Her and her hot, crying boyfriend. Right. But I think the attention-seeking injuries is a bit much. And it is. I'm glad, I agree. I'm glad I she agree. has a friend. I'm glad she has a friend to hug her and talk to her. So good. Good job, <laughs> Vanderpump. I'm glad she has a friend to get rumpy pumpy with. So is there is there anything else that we want no. to talk about from Vanderpump or should we transit I mean yeah from Vanderpump I have one thing I have Go. to I have to speak to one thing more, more about Jax on this particular episode. I never really got the vibe that maybe he had a little sugar in his tank, but I have to say with the big boned women porn mention First of all, hey, big bone women, girl, what's up right here? Uh, but to watch Stassi emasculate him to the point of no return, let's see, he's starting a sweater line. He totally got emasculated by Stassi, the big bone women porn. He loves gossip, we find out. He's the gossip queen. He's starting all kinds of stuff with Ariana. And there was one point, some, we, we all agreed, Stassi and the girls were like, well, we know, Jax pulls things out of his ass. So, I don't know. To me, I'm, I'm thinking he's a little bit on our team, boys. That's, I don't want to make accusations, but I'm just feeling it's possible when someone's hot like that in the modeling industry, you're at least going to let someone suck it. 
Um, and to um, uh, to your credit, Jeffrey <laughs> Stasi said nothing about guys. She only said no girls. Je this he can he can argue true. the point. He can argue the point. You didn't say guys. Semantics, Stasi. Semantics. Suck a dick. <laughs> Boom, Stasi. Let's talk about somebody else who loves sex as much as Jax does, and that would be Carlton from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I have figured her out now. She hates brunettes. It doesn't matter who you are. She's kind of on the fence with Lisa, but if you're blonde, she's all about you. That's what it is. She loves her some blondes. What are we thinking of Carlton this episode? Love. Go ahead, John. Sorry. I love Carlton. I love them shopping at trash, Trashy Lingerie on La Cienega. I love them changing into their costume. I liked Brandy. Oh, my God. Jeffrey, do you have your pad this season? Yep, <laughs> I'll, this I'll make a note. I'll make a note. <laughs> I liked Brandy on this episode, too. So, yeah, but I thought the whole scene was hilarious, and Carlton, with her bisexual comments and looks, is absolutely hysterical. A bisexual Wiccan... Tattooed, British. Yeah, love for days. I think I think she's a great energy. She's a, she's a, a perfect injection into this uh, season's dynamic. I, on the other flip side, though, John, take out your notebook. I did not like Brandy on this episode because I'll tell you why. I think she needs to calm down about the paparazzi and the bully stuff. I really think she needs to understand there's what what Kyle may or may not have said out of her mouth versus the game of telephone that is played through the media. And if she's having a visceral reaction to Kyle over that, I think that's out of bounds. I think you need to be able to come to the person without having a little bit of a hoopla. And I blame Brandy for the drama this time. I don't think Brandy even cared about the... Th I think Brandy was using it as a way to attack Kyle. That's all she cared about. She just wanted some way to be able to go after Kyle. And then to that point, Randy and Carlton in the whole wrap your shit in a crystal and bury it in the yard and then it's going to come true. I'm just saying, love the editing there, Bravo, where the next scene we see Kyle with the giant crystal around <laughs> her neck. And I am just like, oh, she's all ready to be buried by you, Already wrapped up. Yeah. Nice. Good observation, Eric. I like totally. that. That's good. That's good. No, I'm I... bad for Kyle this season. I think she's getting a, a heap ton on her that's mostly undeserved. Well, I I completely understand where you're going, like with Brandy talking about bullying and being around her kids. And I think, you know, you really get emotional with that. And I think as a mother, you can too. But the thing that really bothered me was um, the Latina housewife. Boy. When Boys. Brandy went to her and said, "Listen, if you want to get a name, you racist person," <laughs> I said, "Latina." Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay, Jeffrey. When, Everybody already knows that he's racist. He calls black people the Cosby's. Go ahead, John. So I just think when Brandy was trying to give her a heads up, how Lisa kind of is, that you know she just totally threw Brandy under the bus, and I didn't think that was right. And what about her with the flipping of the hair? Good lord. <sighs> My mouth was I, I on the floor. Go ahead, Jeff. I really think that was a moment where the producers were like, hey, new girl. Or even maybe or Joyce herself was like, hey, self, I got to pick a couple <laughs> dramas. I don't, have, I don't have a real fight with anyone yet. I know. Let me pick Lisa, who owns 
the West Hollywood Beverly Hills area. Yeah. Good person to pick a fight with, Bimbo. I, of all the shit, you ha- I literally, I never thought we would see the moment where I have officially seen the stupidest thing we were going to argue about on a housewife show. The uh-huh. fact that we are arguing over how I flipped my hair, I, I was, be- I, oh my God, I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I and cannot- have you talked to a British person lately besides... Vanderpump Joyce, British people sound like that. They don't always mean it to be that. British people have like an edge to them. I'm not going to talk in a British accent to give an example. But I they, will like, go on. No, <laughs> but like they, you know, they, they they have an edge to them that sometimes isn't warm, is what I'm saying, and they don't mean it that way. She needs to get over herself. I think Brandy being a little hypersensitive about the bullying and then Joy stepped in and like overshadowed her with even more like yeah. stupid over sensitive bullshit. Well, I thought that's Lisa. I loved how Joyce was like, Lisa, I need to talk to you over here, four feet away from everybody, because I don't like gossiping. There's no possible way that everybody could hear it four steps away from everybody else broadcast on national television. I'm going to deal with you one-on-one. I'm going to deal with you one-on-one. Okay, that's how I do it. I don't just say this shit. I deal with you one-on-one. Just, bravo, you've already broken the fourth wall, so just let them fucking talk. Like, the fact that Kyle has to sit there and talk circles around, I'm pissed at all of you because you said it on camera, and now it is part of the show, is what she's pissed off about. But she can't just come out and say that, so they have to, like, talk around that fact in circles for five minutes, which fucking enrages me about all these housewife shows. Just let them say it. Be like, I can't believe you fucking said it on camera. Hi, America. That's what I want to see one of them do. <laughs> That's what they need to do. Um, what about uh, Lisa and getting this new dog? Because Ken loves to surprise her, and that poor dog couldn't have its tail more shoved in between its legs and up its ass because it knew Lisa was there to suck the life force out of it. Uh, oh, my fucking God. And then I called it Rumpy Pumpy because I, I didn't know that meant gay sex. Butt but sex. Whatever. Butt sex is not gay sex. Everyone has a butt. Everyone can insert things in it. Hey, I know lots of straight girls who have rumpy pumpy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know some that can only have orgasms that way. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, no, I thought the dog was super cute. I mean, sure, did he look just as emasculated as Jack was earlier? But hey, I guess when you're operating under the banner of Vanderpump, there has to be a certain amount of bowing down to the queen. Right. And Jax probably has a tail. It's just a tough bar underneath it. We just don't see it, right? I'd it's like to see his it, front tail. It's, gonna, it's, like. kinda, it's uh, gonna keep in the space where his balls used to be warm, huh? Look, I don't I've only watched one episode of American Horror Story, and I know that you watch it, John. I don't know if you watch it, Jeffrey. All I do, of I love set it. Okay, then all I'm saying is I will not be surprised to find out that Lisa has a house or chamber of horrors with all those fucking dogs. She has, like, a dog room where they're all locked up, and she goes and, like, picks out the one that works best with her fucking outfit that day. There's probably 16 jiggies, because that one with the hair Speaking Speaking of closets with way too many accessories, I'd like to rip on Yolanda for a minute here, because on that shot with all her bags and clothes and stuff, if you sold 
Yolanda's shoes. You could buy a starving country somewhere in the world. Oh, you yeah. could, it, like, literally feed and house and clothe millions of people with the amount of her shoes that are in there. Mm -hmm. And also, I love, this is my, what, my favorite, this is today, this week in uh, Nonsense from Yolanda. She's talking about proms, remember when her daughters are going to prom, and she says, Yolanda hates anything extravagant and obnoxious. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. Yolanda hates extravagance and obnoxiousness. Mm -hmm. Done with her. Done. Yeah. As long as it, if it doesn't have anything to do with her, she hates it, obviously. If it does, or if she can put it on or carry it, then she loves it. Right? Looks like a refrigerator. What? Hot. She's wearing her refrigerator. I was I was proud of freaking um uh, what of of Kim this episode. Yes. I'm sorry, I do see the growth in Kim. Maybe she really is off the drugs and the alcohol. She stood her own against all of them, went toe to toe, and I was totally team Kim in that whole argument of we're gonna do this, we're all gonna get along. Yolanda's being a bitch. Yeah, she was. She, she wants to belittle Kim. She wants to talk down to Kim because that's her thing. She talks down to people. And I totally agree with you. I think Kim is 100% team sober this time. Yeah. I think there was a transition season where we weren't always sure all the time. But I think I think she's either <laughs> on some good, like, like if she's on some regular happy medication, it's at a good level that's appropriate. Uh, and she she's doing well. I, I Kudos to Kim on this season so far. I agree. I totally agree, too. She seems very even, very positive. She did hold her ground with Yolanda. I don't know. is because Kim. people know who Kim Richards is over Yolanda, so she doesn't like her and has to be littler. But bravo, Kim. Bravo, Miss Richards. Bravo. It's bravo. <laughs> bravo. Bravo, bravo. Yeah, I, I'm sure it has to do uh, with the reunion and, and the whole her denying the lie or whatever. Uh, first of all, I want to know if there was a special at Cirque Schools this week on Bravo, because we have Atlanta filming in, in it, Beverly Hills filming in it. I was waiting to see it more places. Here's what I don't understand, and maybe I'm just stupid here. I get it, jumping on somebody's back. Why did they make it seem like rolling and jumping was the hardest trust exercise you could do with somebody. And they were all so proud of themselves. This speaks to the type of women that are in Beverly Hills. Like, you're going to roll and you're going to jump. And now you're best friends. Well, it just shows them. that they don't really have any challenges in their life. They might have in the past. I'm not going to talk about their past. But currently, these women don't really have challenges they live in a wonderful little bubble with lots of money, and they're on TV, and so they have everything's going for them, except maybe a, a Lyme disease here or there. And um, I, you know, I just I think that that really speaks to what we're watching here is, and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but it is a bunch of rich, pretty people being rich and pretty all the time. And so if this is the big thing that's a challenge. I think it's kind of sad, actually. Well, let's. Speaking of challenges, let's ask Taylor what challenges are. <laughs> yeah, somebody has a real. Oh wait, she's not on the show anymore. We can't. Yeah, somebody walks in on their husband swinging, and uh, they're cut. They're cut from the show. Uh, yeah, uh, Gina Jeffries. 
to Jeffrey's point as well, I was enraged over that first scene with Crystal, with um, Kyle and that stupid Crystal, where there's her and Mauricio being like, life is so hard for us and it's just not fair and blah, blah, blah. It's so hard when the media goes after you. You're on a fucking thousand dollar meal that you rolled up to in your million dollar fucking car in your $10 million house. Shut the fuck up that there's one bad thing about you in the press. I mean, and you're getting French pizza. Yeah. I was just gonna say they're so rich that they have to come up with a different name for pizza. It's right. not pizza anymore. It's a pizzette because it's so it's so hard to say pizza. It's easier and fancier to say pizzette. Eh, oh, f yourself. You yeah. know, I mean, I think Kyle definitely this season is getting the bad edit kind of thing. But you know, yeah. I mean, Lisa, I think had a point that if. You didn't call Brandy a bully from the press. Why can't you just send out a quick tweet? You know what I mean? Like, she really, really hesitated. I mean, everyone's doing it. Everyone has their phones. They can do it. Why not just do it right now and just get it done and let the conversation die? She didn't. She kept going, oh, but Lisa, I'm going to have my own I problems. I agree with that. If, if that had been called out to me in that moment, I literally would have been, uh, hold on, let me take my phone I mean, out. Jeffrey, oh, Jeffrey just on. tweet it out right now. I'm I not a bully. I'm going to tweet something just right now, it. actually. I'm going to tweet. Let's keep talking. I'm going to tweet. John is not a bully or a racist, Eric. (laughs) Well, Well, yeah, sorry. Oh, Um, look. That's what the paparazzi told me. (laughs) That is going back to exactly what I was saying. It pisses me off how they have to talk in circles and not say what they want. What Kyle wanted to say in that moment was... Fuck you, Lisa. You just brought up and made a storyline this season that my husband is cheating on me, so I'm not going to fucking make your life easier by tweeting something out. But she can't say that. That's why she didn't do it. She's fucking pissed that they all sat her down at a table and was like, season four, Mauricio cheats. Let's go, Brandy. You kick it off. (laughs) And then Brandy's like, I'm not the victim. But I know. I normally hate Kyle. I am normally not Team Kyle at yeah, all. I love Kyle. I like her. I think she's really grounded mm-hmm. and is a good example of like these Beverly Hills ladies. I like her, and I think she's getting beat up a little bit this season unnecessarily. Well, Dana um, in the chat room is saying she was on the view with Lisa, and I believe I'm not sure who she is. Let's see if we can figure it out. She was on the view with Lisa and actually said it right out that she was mad. Oh, okay, so Kyle, she was mad at Lisa for saying the comments on TV and in front of her daughter. It's no big deal. Overreacting, Kyle. I swear, I love the Richard sisters, but sometimes they're like ch- little girls in like older women bodies. Well, I do like that uh, um, they either they or Bravo or somebody had to remind us that they're the aunts of Paris Hilton this episode. Thanks for that <laughs> reminder. Oh, uh, there's my niece. She's right there. <laughs> this is, this is how I find out about stuff. I never see her or talk to her, but there she is. She's that's not engaged. Niece. She's not engaged. No, that's wrong. No, that's hot. Yeah, that's so hot. It's so hot. hot. I love it. Love those. Those are her boobs, though. So. And she's the one who started the whole dog as an accessory thing. So if we're going full circle on that, yeah, this is true. Uh, Michael started lots of things. (laughs) <laughs> Michael um, <laughs> in the chat room says never cared for Kyle she can go Kim is improving though and Cindy is saying that she liked Brandy last season but hates her this season team Lisa all the way I can see the criticism there I can see where someone would switch teams on that 
I have not divided my feelings on the two of them yet, but I can see where someone would go that way on this year's Brandy segments. I can see that. See, I can't because I'm starting to like her. And when she made the comment about the period, oh. I fell I was up on the ground laughing. I loved it. Before we get too far <laughs> away from it, I have to say Robin, who is our um, blogger for the Housewife shows, is saying, speaking of sweaters, yours is fabulous. Thank you. It was my homage um, to uh, Jax. Let us talk a little bit of Atlanta. And um, I know that you didn't get a chance to watch, Jeffrey, but I will fill you in on this. Please do. Treat me as one of the viewers right now because I, I've only seen commercials on TV of Atlanta so far. I haven't been able to catch up. Well, I will say this. Kenya showed the conversation, all of the texts back and forth between Oh, yeah, because she her... couldn't delete them. Yeah. Well, the, oh, that's true. I guess I didn't think of that. She could have deleted them. And Candy, and Candy was not letting her have it. Candace was like, "Oh no, bitch! No, 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 no!" She, she like Candace uh, just went at at Kenya full steam ahead and was not letting her have any. But what do we think of all of the the, the text gate? I mean. You know, at, towards the end, we see Phaedra sitting down with Apollo. She's getting him to admit some stuff. Should Apollo have responded to Kenya on text? If, if, if it was your spouse, Eric, or even my spouse, I mean, would that be a problem? Would it be a problem for you? Only if I... Only if I was insecure and didn't trust them or thought it was really happening, which is, again, what is interesting when you factor in the cameras. In the sit-down with Phaedra um, and, oh my god, I want to say Mauricio, uh, Apollo, uh, she was like, I will cut your fucking tongue out him. She it. was so pissed that he was talking about it and saying, oh yeah, I met her in a hotel. Yep, I met her in a hotel. Yet, Phaedra was the one bringing it up and prodding him on. So she was like forcing him to talk about it, yet then threatening him for talking about it. Listen, oh your, your spouse is studying for her final exams for embalming people. You shut up. You don't talk anymore. Shut up. <laughs> You can go missing, and she knows how to do it, and she's getting certified how to do it. Uh, 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 if you've, uh, Apollo needs to rewatch Roger Rabbit. Remember all the teams going into the dip? That's going to be him. She's just got a big old can. And that, oh, Apollo's going to sizzle I'd right be, in there. Oh, I'd go, yes, honey, yes, Pedro, yes. And then I would pack a bag and sneak out. Because she's crazy. See? I know that you love one Lanethia Leaks, Jeffrey, and she was on this episode. Oh, she went Jeffrey. she went to Kenya's apartment and was like, Ooh girl, no, mm-mm, what are you doing? And I literally peed my pants laughing because uh. I have uttered this same exact sentence. She walks into her kitchen and she goes, who has a white fridge? Fridge star white. I have said that to Kirk like four times in the process of looking for stuff for our house. I'm like, we're not getting a white fridge. There are no white fridges. No one's a white fridge. I loved it. It was Well, I great. mean, even walking through, Nini's like, I know this is like two and a half star. Couldn't you pay to upgrade yourself to three or maybe four? She goes, listen, I've, I've got my property manager. We're going to see some properties, and I've got the helicopter on the roof to take us. 
All yeah. fabulous. Here's here's the thing, Kenya. Nobody's buying your shit because you're filming this show. You would want the most luxurious place that you could be staying in while you were filming. The fact that you have a $129 a night hotel room where you're choosing to shoot your scenes <laughs> says a hell of a lot about you, Kenya. Is that where she's... Is, the, is she really renting a hotel room uh, for yes. living? Or is she just, like, traveling or what? Well, yeah, I mean, she got kicked out of her she house, not because she couldn't pay, according to the storylines of the two paparazzi she called to be there. <laughs> um, so now she's living in a hotel that she apparently pays nightly for. Yeah, but I only because it's in between. Only I swear I saw a Best Western logo in the corner. I was looking. I saw at least the same colors of it. Mm-hmm. Now, Kim G in the chat room is saying, laughing my ass off, Jeffrey, you really did tweet. And I don't know what she's talking about. Because I wanted to prove how quick and easy it was to, oh, to prove that someone yes. was not a bully or racist. And so I made sure to, I, I took to Twitter and I tweeted at John tweeted. that he is not a bully or racist. might have missed it, Eric, because I didn't include you on there. But um, I oh. just wanted to show Kyle that it is possible to do real quickly. Right. Oh, you know what I can show everyone on the edited version? Ding! Ding! There it is. There it is. Um, uh, ooh, okay. Robin is saying, speaking of text messages, did anybody catch the one where Apollo said, we need to meet up. I have a few things to go over with you. Why does he need? What does he need to go over with her? His wife doesn't like her, and they don't do business together. Exactly, Robin. And then she ends. Can you end her text with, "Okay, honey"? If you were married to fucking, uh, I want to say Phaedra. Kenya, Phaedra. I cannot. Holy Phaedra. God. Right. If you were married to Phaedra, who basically has your balls in a fucking vice grip, you're just eye candy for her. I would literally bet $1,000 right now that their relationship does not last one more season. It is for this show. Of course he's cheating with Kenya. Of course. Well, I mean, the thing is, is if he's not cheating with Kenya, he's probably doing it with someone else because he is a hot hot guy. And Petra's mm -hmm. not unattractive, but I think their relationship is probably a little stale. And when you're that hot of a guy, he's out getting something somewhere. I know it. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Vader's like a, a chocolate um, little person. <laughs> oh, wow. Way to go, John. Wow. Wow, John. Wow. Midgets, midgets and black people. In I didn't say, I did oh, not say uh, the M word. That's I what I heard. Right word. It was that's very nice. That's because you have racist ears. That's why you heard it. Well, everyone else will hear it in the edited version. Um, Cindy is saying Candy needs to worry about her own man in reference to the fact that here is Candace going around Ugh. being all upset when her her mother and oh my that god. mother. Coming attractions, wait, Jeffrey, coming attractions for next week. Candace's mother is at one end of the table, and Todd yeah. is at the other end. Okay, Eric, Candace... you and I do it. You and I do it. I'm Candy's okay. mom. I'm Candy's mom. Okay, so you be Candy's mom. I'll be Todd. <laughs> hi, hi, Mrs. Burris. How are you doing? Don't you be sorry, man. You don't look my direction. You're not good enough for my daughter. You just don't even understand. You take all the money. <laughs> okay, 
That's not what she did. She sung, she sung Ain't No Mountain high enough. Oh, and she went, she went, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough that will keep me from being on your ass, Todd. That's right. Like a crazy person singing it in his face. And Candace is just like, uh, uh, I don't know why I call her. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is good. Atlanta this season is blowing, is blowing my mind. Yeah, I'll have to get on it. I have, I have the last two in the can. So I'll watch those over the holiday, and, and then I'll be caught up on it for you for next time I'm around. Okay, you need to watch it. Uh, John W. is saying, I love Brandy. She's the most real one there. I agree with that. I think she is the most real one. Really? I, I kind of see Lisa. I think she is a very real person, but I also see Lisa's point where it's starting to come across that Brandy is just doing and saying stuff for shock value. Which sure, makes her but little... that doesn't mean she's being unreal about that. All right, so then we have about four or five minutes left. Let us say quickly, what are your Thanksgiving plans, Jeffrey? Uh, well, I finally decided. Uh, the room I'm renting right now through a mutual friend, uh, he has about 50 people over, and they have a little garden in the back, and they, they're going to be showing Mary Poppins and have a big, giant kind of gay potluck thing. So I'm going to use this. Usually every year I'm hanging out with my friends uh, back in New York, and since I'm not in New York, it's kind of sad. And so this year I'm going to go. I'm going to go infiltrate somebody else's gay friend Thanksgiving. Uh, so I'll, I'll just meet some new people this year. That's what I'm doing. What are you doing, John? We are spending Thanksgiving with friends. I am helping cook the dinner, and it's just, you know, it's not a whole bunch of people, but it's just going to be relaxing and just, you know, my partner's watching football. With, you know, and all that stuff. So it's going to be nice <laughs> and relaxing. So yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. And, and all that stuff. And all that is stuff. It, is it too cheesy? Is it too cheesy? Because John and I have already done it. Jeffrey, would you like to say anything that you're thankful for? Sure. Uh, I'd also like to mention, I think we should, uh, uh, let's do that. And then I want to know what your favorite th food thing at Thanksgiving is, which mine okay. is my mom, white trash broccoli cheese casserole with Ritz crackers and Velveeta cheese. But for your question, uh, I'm thankful for your job. <laughs> That's what I'm thankful for this year. I am thankful for a J-O-B that utilizes my all my skill sets in my entire repertoire. That's what it is, a job. You know, I started making last year a scalloped corn dish, which was really good. But I just love that white, trashy bean casserole with cream of mushroom and those crunchy little yeah. onions on top. Yeah, I grew up with that, so that's a staple. I don't eat. I have to keep my figure from being in... No, I love a twice-baked potato. That's what I'm going to go with. I don't want a long, drawn-out answer. I of course, I'm thankful for all of you. And I want to give you all a Black Friday tip. And this is aside from my tip of do your Amazon.com shopping through the link below or on the homepage of your recaps. When you're all trying not to kill each other in your Walmarts and your mall, and the lady comes and bashes at you with her bag, you need to implement Eric's bump and rip technique, which is where when they bump into you, you just hook that bag a little bit with your finger and you just get like a little tear in it. 10 steps. They get 10 steps away from you, all their shit will be on the floor, and you'll have won the war. 
Eric. It's the Hunger uh, Games is what it is. It's the Hunger Games out there. It's the Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. That is my holiday gift to all of you, my Thanksgiving gift. So bad. So that is it for this week. Obviously, again, no show Thursday. We'll be back Saturday. You guys have a super great holiday. Make sure you follow all three of us on Twitter. Even though we're not doing shows, we will be um, on Twitter and interacting with all of you. So glad to talk about my shows with my two babes. Um, have a great holiday, Thanksgiving holiday, and follow me at Comedy Jonah on Twitter. Thanks for having me two weeks in a row. Super fun. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested in auditioning for America's Got Talent, go immediately to our website and register, which is www.agtauditions.com. That's A-G-T as in America's Got Talent, auditions.com. And you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Jeff Marks the Spot. Jeffrey, you're not guesting on the show because you're in that intro on the edited version. You're right. there. This is just as much your you're show regular. too. We're just, we're just keeping your spot warm for you when you're off in the real world working. Thank you. So you're not guesting. You're regular. Yeah. You're right in uh, that intro. Okay, <laughs> okay. That is all. Goodbye, everybody. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We will see you guys online. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.